0: Welcome to Newborn to Teen and Everything in Between, the podcast from Bespoke Family.
1: I'm Bex. And I'm Claire. Thanks for joining us as we tackle the ups and downs of life with children, helping you to get the best out of your time together. No rules, no judgment, just guidance. So grab a cuppa and let's get started with today's episode.
0: Welcome to the last episode in our series of podcasts. I cannot believe... That we have done, or 19 podcasts, so this is our 20th podcast, Claire.
1: Wow. That's incredible. It's, it is. From the idea of having a podcast to now. Yeah,
0: so series two begins oh. in a couple of weeks, but uh, let's just get this one done first. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: But 20 episodes? Oh, that's pretty good, and
0: we've had some lovely guests already, and loads of lovely guests coming up, so... Yeah,
1: yeah. and just, it has been really interesting, hasn't it, to Yeah go through the whole process of putting the podcast together. Yeah, from the trials and tribulations
0: of getting our mics working Mm -hmm. um, to uh, actually getting them out and live for people and people are listening which is even more incredible i
1: know and seem to be enjoying them so absolutely yeah so don't
0: forget if you are listening we really really would appreciate it if you would follow and review review in particular and rating is really Mm -hmm. important because apparently if we get more reviews and ratings then it spreads further and wider so we would really appreciate it if you do that but without further ado Mm. we're going to today's topic which is probably quite timely or hopefully very timely for lots of people um because it's going to be all about starting school which although at the beginning of the summer holidays you don't necessarily feel like it's that close Um, It'll only be a couple of months and little ones will be trotting off to school, won't
1: they? It's a big thing. It is a big thing. It's quite monumental for both the child, but also parents and carers. It's one of those kind of monumental points in Mm. life, isn't it?
0: It is. And it's something that you, you kind of lead up to, don't you? From when your little one's born, you start to... You know, as t- as it time gets closer, you start to think about it and what it's going to be like and where they're going to go, and you think about where you're going to live. Sometimes people, you know, move house and things like that, don't they? So can it it's, it can be a really big thing. But we're going to take all of the stress out of starting school. Well, hopefully, I think, yeah. I, I think um I think people also potentially build it up quite a lot.
1: I think. Probably the really good place to start is actually our experiences of starting school mm. kind of influence how we feel about our children going to school so it's that whole you said that some people actually move house mm. to find the right school, but it's also making the, the right choice because if your child doesn't enjoy you know there's a pressure that your child goes to a really you know a nice school that they're happy and so before you've even Mm -hmm. kind of you're you're thinking about that at least a year before because you have to put in your school choices Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think it's also what do we remember about our education and did we enjoy it so do we want something similar to that or was it that it was a really tricky time for us so we actually want something else for our children so just you know it's a big decision for parents to be making and then it's that whole lead up of there's so much chat where it comes around with yeah, starting school. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, is it this year? Yeah. What's going to happen? And so that dialogue starts quite early on.
0: So talking about that dialogue, I would say that... Um, would you say that that can be a little bit much sometimes for children? Mm-hmm. Because you do get people all the time, don't they? Oh, we are starting school, you're a big boy or big girl. When are you, you,
1: know, when are you going? Where are you going? What's your teacher's name? What's your uniform like?
0: Yeah.
1: And actually, for some children, it's a complete unknown. Mm. And so they have no idea why this is happening. Why why have they got to go to school? What's, you know, and lots of children are incredibly excited about the idea of school. It's just one of those things of, yeah, I can't wait. But do they truly know what school's about? And I think there can be everybody asking that question because it's it's a nice question to ask and you're showing interest but i think it's also recognizing that if it's talked about at nursery if they're going to nursery as well so there's lots of preparation about where everyone's going what if their friends are going to somewhere else a different Mm. school it's really thinking about it from their perspective how much do they know Mm. And not what we think they know. What do they know? Do they know where the school is? How long is it going to take them to get there? Um, Do they have to wear a uniform? And all of those sorts of things. And I think one of the biggest things to think of before anything else is I always have people, you know, they need to be able to write their name. They need to be able to know their, you know, maybe even starting their letters and potentially even starting to read all those sorts of things and i think on the whole if you speak to any kind of primary school teacher particularly a reception school teacher they will say give them life skills over all of that they will teach them the reading the writing, unless your child is really wanting to do it and obviously you don't want to not do that um, if they really want to start, you know, writing mm. their name, then encourage and that. And the
0: children, potentially, if they're a bit older, then they Absolutely. Maybe will know how to write their name or yeah. something. But it's not an essential by any means. No, stretch.
1: but what is really helpful is for your child to go feeling prepared in things such as being able to get dressed and undressed. Mm. I think we all remember those PE days. Oh. You know, and... Yeah. Um, where uh, half the time
0: they might not even come back with their pants on because they've forgotten no, to put yeah. their. You know. I I used to lose Ben in particular lost everything mm-hmm. at one point. I was go I was going through the uh, lost property box like every day pretty much. But one day I was looking for trousers and shoes. Shoes. shoes? He lost trousers. Trousers too. and shoes. Yeah. Oh wow, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> he did well. <laughs> every day it was lunchbox, <laughs> but you know, yeah.
1: But actually them having the basic skills of being able to get dressed, wiping their own bottom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and that sound, you know, it's, at, it's basic use of maybe cutlery or being able to do things like open their lunchbox mm-hmm. if they're going to take a lunchbox to school. Actually, there's some amazing lunchboxes out there and they can look beautiful, but can your four or five-year-old actually open it mm. and so it's those little things of preparation you know practice with those have little you know picnics and you take your school lunchbox to practice in the summer before you kind of expect them on the first day because we love that first day thing don't we where it's mm. everything's new and looks beautiful and but actually practicality wise can they actually use it? Even things like rucksacks. Sometimes they have really fiddly clips and actually little fingers might not be able to do it. Um, and it's also, you know, practice with being, putting their uniform on.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And some, you know, some schools have things like the ties, the clip-on tie, you know, it varies on different schools, but actually is your child used to wearing the kind of clothes they're going to need to wear in their uniform and maybe practicing those elements yeah
0: there is quite a lot to do and I think um all when there is so much to do it can heighten children's and parents emotions quite a mm-hmm. lot can't it and I think both parents um parents can sometimes um, you know kind of in an anticipatory way almost put that worry and that anticipation mm. onto the child who as a four or five year old probably isn't that in tune with what's going on but if you start to then go you know are you, have you thought about this or have you thought about that then mm. perhaps that could would you say that could put
1: I think it's natural to have those emotions and I think it's natural to kind of say and it's not about your child having to be excited about school mm or really happy about going to school if they are fabulous but also if there's days where they go i don't want to go to school it's like no i understand you know is there something you're worried about is there something you're not sure about have that conversation with them it's not about kind of skimming over it you know it's like when we start a new job there are those questions and very often it's not to do with the actual job it's normally the stuff that goes around it like what will i do a lunch break like does everyone sit in a staff room of some description um where do i go you know what are the bathrooms like we still have those convers those conversations in our head as adults and so they're very similar for our children they don't necessarily think about the work as such oh, yeah. they might be thinking about the things about you know where do they go and have lunch and what is that like and So it might just be those sorts, what if I don't like the toilets or, you know, any of those sorts of things. But hopefully your school will do kind of induction visits. And I think if you're really anxious as a parent about the whole process or you haven't been able to look around the school for whatever reason, then make contact with the school and maybe organise to have a visit but also if that can't be possible it's organizing maybe to have a call with the reception teacher in advance with the questions you have because if your questions are answered you're going to be more reassured and that then means it knocks onto your child because you can answer those questions much more confidently if you're feeling reassured
0: and if your child is anxious then i'm assuming that really it's good to kind of talk about those worries and what they might be worried about and um, are there any, would you say that at that age there are kind of, I know that we use strategies
1: for worries, mm-hmm. but at that age is that uh, something that yeah, you could still do? Absolutely. And making sure that, again, it's always those classes, you know, talking it through, maybe even having a calendar. When do they go to school? What does school look like? Um, are they going to have half days? Cause that can be really confusing mm-hmm. That they go to school and then they're home for again every other day or something yep. like that and then yeah. they do mornings one week afternoons the next you know they may be thinking that they're going and that's it they stay mm-hmm. um also for some schools if they are born at the beginning of the and that they're kind of the rising fives as such they sometimes stay all day but the more summer babies might just do half days to start with well for the summer babies that might be really confusing mm. And why do they have to come home and so again having those conversations maybe a calendar where it indicates when they're going to be going to school so you can count down um but also kind of walking round, if it walk or drive to look at the school even when it's shut over the summer it might be just going oh you know this would be your classroom or um, look at the playground. That's where you go and play. And just familiarise yourself with the area. You know, this is where I will be standing when you come out of school. And I'll see you when you get out or you'll go to after school club or whatever it is. Have those conversations. I think sometimes in our head we've had those conversations because we've gone, right, you know, I'll pick them up or this will happen. And we forget to tell them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes by just articulating it to them and having that conversation with them, it reassures them and doesn't mean that their little imaginations are going wild of what's going to go and happen.
0: It's almost down to that routine again, isn't it? That familiarity breeds kind of um, reassurance or mm-hmm. if they feel safe if they know where they're going to have to go, What are they going to walk are they going to yep. take the bus or are they Can going to Can they take run? their scooter? Can Is they... there somewhere
1: to leave the scooter? Um, what happens in the playground, you know, all those things. Yeah. It just to helps reassure them. And I think the other thing that can be really helpful is to also talk about all the things that stay the same. Yes. Because it can feel like there's a big change coming, mm-hmm. especially if they're leaving nursery and it's going to a different area, they might be changing friends. What other things stay the same? Mm-hmm. So maybe it's you picking them up or it might be that you do a certain breakfast before school, you know, in nursery and that stays the same that you still have weekends you know I've had children where they're like have I got to go every day (laughs) and I'm like no I don't think any teacher would appreciate that idea um but it's like you say how do they know that they don't don't know because actually
0: they're just going to school they don't even potentially know why they're going to school and what the purpose of school is Mm -hmm. And, and that, yeah, and, and you, they've been quite happy going to nursery and doing what they're doing with mm-hmm. their friends and all of that, potentially. I mean, some children, perhaps, you know, not all children are really happy at nursery. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it can, yeah, it's quite a, a concept, really, if you think about it when you start to think of it from there. And I think
1: also the phrase we use, you're going to school.
0: Yeah. Okay. There's no choice.
1: <laughs> and it's a bit like, well, why am I going? What, what does mean what does going to school actually mean? Mm. And you know for some children it's great because they have older siblings or older family members who go to school and they've seen all that but if they don't understand it, kind of you know try to work it out mm. and so it's also thing you know look at things about starting school books about starting school or if you're watching things on the TV that talk about children going to school use that as a conversation point mm. for them. So that they... You you can sort of go, oh, look, they go to school. And at their school, they've got this and they've got that. And I wonder what you'll have at your school.
0: We read Topsy and Tim. Oh, In fact, for every lovely. single eventuality, we have yep. Topsy and Tim. Topsy.
1: They're still going strong, Topsy and Tim.
0: Yeah, and they are really good books, actually, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Because they do do all that driving to the school, going to the school to see it yep. before they start and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Is there... An, is there um Is it, sorry, is it a good idea to kind of talk about when you went to school?
1: Mm, I think you can use it as a a conversation starter. Mm -hmm. I think the only thing I would say is I'm not sure how relatable it is. Yeah, that's true. Because I don't think they really understand that you were ever a child. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah. so it's kind of quite confusing for them mm. and bearing mind, you know over time i've been asked when you were little were there dinosaurs and it's like mm, were no. there pardon were there <laughs> <laughs> but if if that's yes. the question, to understand what it would have been like for us again to it's school. a
0: concept isn't it and
1: that's quite that's your empathy and i think you can talk about it but don't necessarily expect them
0: to engage with it
1: no yeah. but you could talk about older you know family members who maybe go to school mm-hmm. so it might be cousins or those sorts of things of maybe making them mm. an example rather than yourself mm-hmm. um but also if you go out for a walk and you see children finishing school it's like oh those children have just finished school the bells rung and now they've come out and it's just having those conversations and sometimes, kind of understanding that your children, or child, might not engage with the conversation, and that's fine. They've heard you. If they respond to you, you then go with it. But if they aren't, you know, responding and don't really want to, then that's fine. You just move on. Mm. But you've put that seed in there to kind of, if they want to have that conversation later or ask a question later, it's, you know, you're having that open dialogue with them. Mm-hmm. So.
0: You're obviously, you, you do all this preparation over the summer holidays and you get them ready and you go for your picnics and you try your school uniform on and you go and you visit the school and you drive to school and you talk about school and you know, you
1: maybe have some play dates if they're oh, if that's you're moving to schools. to yeah. so see if you can find again the school might be able to kind of connect people, but if you're new to an area and your child's about to start school, is there a way that you can get some information about other children that will be in the class that you can play date with?
0: So it's before, not such so. a...
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You see a friendly face, potentially, yeah. I mean, and you as well. if you it's early. not just for
1: the child, it's for yeah. the parent and mm. carers as well. It does help to have other people at the school gate.
0: Mm. And also, I would say, as a new parent myself, when, obviously, I'm not a new parent now, but when I was, mm. you know, hadn't had any other children, the twins went to school, um, don't... I think you kind of often you're in the playground that first day and you think everyone knows each other <laughs> and you think to yourself well, I'm just going to be like on my own nobody." and that just isn't true no. there's so many people and you just have to kind of be quite brave at no. that first day and kind of just, you know speak you're to you're all somebody. in the same
1: position you're yeah. all taking your babies to school for the first time and you've got friends that you yeah still met at the school when the, you know the twins were at primary school and and now you're still seeing them even
0: although the children don't go to the same secondary yep. school yeah we still go and, and see
1: i think them. those connections you will have those friends that you meet but so many people are in the same situation and i think school gates can be quite an unusual place It definitely um it can be it can feel quite clicky mm. but remember some of those could have been there for years it's a it's a in a way, your child is starting school, but you are exactly because you're starting off. Okay, I've got to make some friends. It's a whole here. new thing,
0: isn't it? Because it is not it because actually secondary school is very different in that you don't ever see another parent. No. You know you don't even see the school pretty much. But at primary school, you are quite involved. You know, there's mm-hmm. lots of things you go to. So to try and make a little friend, you know yourself, yeah, um, is actually really nice. And you st- you do a little bit as well with play dates and things because Mm -hmm. such and such they come out and they say well can we go to or can such and such come to my house you have to kind of work out who such and such's mum is and so you can ask them but it can be quite daunting for you as well Mm -hmm. as for them but yeah i would just say be a bit brave and i
1: would say now lots of schools um like the parents have a whatsapp group yes and i think that's definitely a great way of sort of seeing what's going on in the classroom you know with regards to you know what everyone's planning but it might be that people are planning to go to the park after school one day so you know about that Mm. so you can go and you just done you know it might feel like a bit kind of chit chat and that it's a bit hard at the start but you will find people who you connect with definitely yeah so on that first
0: day obviously you're going and you're making your new friends um (laughs) but also it can be quite emotional for you, and mm. I have to say, I was quite emotional about the whole thing, taking them in, um, and you have to be quite careful not to, and I know that sounds horrible, but you do, don't you have to be quite half careful not to let them see that you're upset, because partly it's not really upset a lot of it's actually just like oh my goodness they're going to school it's like a just an emotional response isn't
1: it it is it's a it's a monumental part of their life starting their school journey it's, it's a long one
0: yeah it and
1: is. so actually it's like we said right at the beginning it's that kind of it's one of life's kind of big parts of children growing up and I think very rarely are you crying because you are sad. No. You are crying just because of that kind of overwhelming emotion of, oh my goodness, my baby is growing up and they're going to school and and actually to try and explain that to your child It's
0: quite hard. It's it? quite
1: hard. And I think very often I will always talk about show your emotions, don't be afraid to, you know. And I think in this circumstances it is saying oh my goodness I'm so proud of you you're going to you know going to school and this is a big thing for you and I'm feeling really excited for you but I might be feeling a little bit nervous for you too because I know what it feels like to start school that's fine but I think if you're feeling incredibly emotional if you can kind of deep breath and mm-hmm. and then kind of do what you need to do when they've gone into school i always remember
0: um there's a little toy shop in bath and they always used to do bubbles and tissues for new parents on the first day of school where you could just go and have a glass of bubbles and and a little cry (laughs) without (laughs) your children being there that was i always thought that was really sweet when i saw that in their window but
1: and also if you don't feel that
0: that's also equally
1: okay yeah exactly some parents are like no. Uh, I'm I'm fine with this. I'm good with them going to school. We're ready for school. Uh, yeah. we've been waiting for this for a while. They've mm-hmm. been more than ready. This is great. And mm-hmm. again, don't. It's absolutely fine how you feel.
0: Yeah.
1: People will feel different emotions Definitely. to different things. So, yeah. um, but I think, in that preparation, in the lead up, I think it's also thinking about those first few weeks of being at school. Mm-hmm. And so, again, I think it's talking to your children or child um and sort of saying to them what we're going to do after school what we're going to do at a weekend so that it does break it up and it doesn't become all school
0: mm-hmm.
1: and be very prepared even if your child has been going to nursery from a young age maybe doing five days a week be prepared they will be tired yeah. at school and it's purely because it's a different environment there's different children there's different teachers it's so much more for them to cope with and lots of people oh they'll be absolutely fine with full days and they will but they will be tired and i think maybe looking at that time when you get home from school one thing always have a snack and a drink um, in those early days because they might not have eaten as much because so distract because they couldn't open the lunch box yeah that's one <laughs> But they also get so distracted because actually eating you know very often it's in a like a school hall and they're watching everyone else and they're like mm, they've got that in their lunchbox. so then they just sit and stare at that and then they suddenly realize that it's time to go out to play and they might still be sat there um they forget to drink as much and so this all settles down but in those initial stages always have something when they you know ready to come out of school with because just, just those blood sugar levels and everything yeah, else yeah, just yeah. um and so they can be really hungry and thirsty so again preparing for that um and i i think what we tend to do is Bombard with questions. Oh, do you know say... what, though?
0: It's because you just want to know. <laughs> you just want to know what they've done. So I used to do this, and they just ignore. No, they didn't ignore me, but they just didn't... It's almost
1: like they didn't really know what they'd done. Or were they just... They're processing, and actually yeah. it's just like nothing. It's like, no. What did you do to... Nothing. What did you have for we lunch? We had
0: lunch. We had lunch. What did you have for lunch? I don't remember. It's like,
1: how did you... Mm-hmm.
0: also to be honest probably most of the time it's you packed it <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. or if they've had school lunches mm. it's classic jack potato mm. that's a Fish that's fingers. All. Fish fingers. Yeah. Um, pasta um, but I think we can just so want to know mm. Mm.
0: that's the problem
1: and it's lovely but I think it's it's kind of changing those questions around and if you're getting those some children will love to chat about it but others just don't
0: you just don't get anything do you
1: no and so it can be one maybe don't bombard them with questions when they first come out of school they they need to decompress from the, the day at school and so it might be going should i tell you about my day today and you might just talk about i went to the supermarket and then i did this whether they want to listen mm-hmm. is a different story and then it might be just enough time for them and then you might get home they kind of have some quiet time they can play and then it might be at dinner going so what made you smile today Mm. or what was your favorite game in the playground not what did you do what did you eat how you know (laughs) because to them they're not important things Mm. i think it's you know what was your favorite part of the day all those sorts of things and if they say coming home and having a snack that's fine you're like, yeah, but
0: I know about that. I really I want, want to know about to, what happened in school. Yeah, I want to know if you made any friends. I want to know mm-hmm.
1: if you did, but they, yeah. Yeah.
0: Sometimes they just don't want to tell you, do they? No.
1: So I think it's, you know, just give them time. Mm. And if, some children will never tell you what's happened at school. No. And then others tell you from the moment they walk in. Yeah, they did this, they that. Yeah. And also, actually, what you can see is sometimes in their play... Mm. they start to role play and then you start to hear certain children's names mentioned in the play because either that's a friend or that's the child that they're like "Hmm." Ben was Mr Willow
0: and Amy was Miss Rose and they used to play, Amy used to go see listen if they're listening since they'll be mortified and um, Amy used to come and say good morning Mr Willow how are you today and then they'd do the register and like you say they'd have all the children's names
1: that's telling you yeah what they've done in the day, yeah. because they're basically going. Here's my day at school. I'm practicing this, so that's that's them answering your question.
0: Yeah, you just have to let them do it, don't you? You do,
1: and and pick up on those things and to go. Okay, that's good. yeah. And as long as they're happy, I think you're. You know, if they're upset about something or they're struggling with something, they're likely to talk about it. Um, and also don't forget,
0: particularly at primary school, that you can talk to the teachers oh, and they want you to, don't they? Yeah. If you're worried at all, they really, well, in, in my experience and, you know, friends and people I've spoken to, primary school teachers, you know, reception teachers mm-hmm. are the nicest most open people that you can really Mm -hmm. you know and and if you can't there is always going to be somebody if it's a teaching assistant or somebody that will will help and talk to you
1: yeah and if you are at all worried or there's something that speak to them Mm. they'd much prefer you talk to them so that they know what might be going on yeah than anything else definitely
0: and if you've got a little one i know that um we always used to send um amy in with a picture of Mm us so that she could put it in her bag and if she was feeling like she missed us then she could look at that or you might put something in in the pocket or then we've shared that before haven't we with the hearts Hearts so you draw a heart on your wrist and you draw a heart on their wrist mm-hmm. and if they're missing you charge it up don't you before yep. you go to school by pressing them together and then if you miss them or they miss you you just touch the heart and mm-hmm. you feel kind of yep. a love don't you through and then that. you
1: can say to them when you pick up I had to you know I touched my heart earlier because I you know I was missing you a little bit and it's like it's okay to say that mm-hmm. um but I think if you'll find it some children will find going to school very easy and they kind of go through it with a breeze. Mm -hmm. Other children can find it quite tricky, um, particularly that kind of leaving and that separation. Mm -hmm. And I think some of those things try to make sure that you're as prepared in the mornings as you can be. So the night before, if you are doing a pack lunch, do the pack lunch the night before and put it in the fridge Mm -hmm. as much as you can have the bags by the door, have PE kits ready. Um, yeah, because a
0: rushed morning can really be quite stressful for everybody.
1: Yeah, and if you've got a child who's being quite resistant to wanting to go or getting quite upset and you've still got everything to sort, mm-hmm. that can be very overwhelming. And then that just increases the, mm-hmm. the anxiety for everybody. Um, for you to be as prepared as you can be so you're ready to walk out the door, very easy to say and I don't know that but it really does make a difference mm-hmm. you know even knowing where your car keys are
0: yes oh yeah
1: or just make you know sometimes you know we've even put stuff in the car mm-hmm. overnight so put the pee bag in the car because mm-hmm. if you know you're going to need it tomorrow, just put it in there mm-hmm. whatever it works for you um, but try to keep the mornings as calm as possible and we can have a tendency to let children lie in because we think they're tired and it will be better but don't let them lie in to the point where you're rushing yeah mm. and then they don't get breakfast and then they don't get to play because sometimes children need that 10 minutes of just playing at home
0: and actually the other thing I suppose for that kind of making sure you're ready is if because potentially they're not reading like we said before um, you know you have those visual Timetable. so today remember we have PE so we have to take it or we've got swimming so we've got to take that Mm -hmm. or you've got a play date with such and such after school so such and such is mummy's going to pick you up not me or you know absolutely
1: always have your kind of Mm. a visual of what that day looks like and if there's going to be change talk about that yeah um and thinking you know things like if they are going on a play date do you want to send them with some spare clothes actually is it easier to just give it to the mum at the, At the gate. At the gate. Rely on your little ones to because come it'll out. Because they will
0: still be in lost property by the time.
1: Or they come out looking like... This. I think the best... What I love is those photos on the first day of school where they look <laughs> pristine. And they walk out like they've been dragged through a hedge backwards in the... Jump <laughs> from hairs, back to front, their their all, hairs all over all the, the place. Mm-hmm. They've got food down them. They're just... And you just think that's one day how have yeah. you you know and you've lost something already you know it's just there's a lot for them to do. yeah i have care.
0: to say be prepared for losing stuff because yes. that absolutely is going to happen however good your child is not, they are going because they are responsible for quite a lot aren't mm-hmm. they it is quite a lot and they do get used to it well they I do and they that. don't mm-hmm. it's, it,
1: it, when you think what they have to kind of process in a day
0: i remember when uh, ben left in year six and his teacher that he'd had quite a few times through the years gave him a little card and said um i'll miss you ben and i'll look forward to seeing you when you're riding in the moto gp on on a motorbike in a race and then he put in brackets I wonder if you'll remember your water bottle then <laughs> <laughs> it was just you know it's that because that is it yeah. isn't it like literally <laughs> it?
1: It yeah. and it's like they convince you I, I did a school pickup up um, a couple of weeks ago and it was have you got your water bottle don't need it <laughs> well no you do no not today I don't need it today I said uh, well why today because because it's not that sunny <laughs> I was like that's not a reason not to have your water bottle I was like it needs to come home and we need it no, not today. I was like, right. And okay. it's, it's just those sorts of things that they just come out with, and okay. in other words, don't make me go back in.
0: Yeah, I don't want to go and get it, or, or I have actually lost it, so yeah. I've never. it. I have no idea it where it
1: is. No. So, yeah. But they come out with the best things, you know. But um, and then I think we've talked about the visuals. I think the other thing is just don't drag out drop off. Yeah think that can be particularly for children who are particularly sensitive to that separation Mm -hmm. point don't drag it out if you have a child like that see i've i've worked with different children some children who just need to arrive go in and then i've got others who are like can we go and play the playground for 10 minutes Mm. before we go and they need that in order to then be able to so it's dependent on the child Mm -hmm. but if they if they are struggling with that kind of separation and saying goodbye don't be at the school gates 15 minutes before the gates open. and That's true. Yeah,
0: You need to time it exactly, don't you? Really you
1: really do. Um, and if it means that you have to do a walk around the block or you have to stop somewhere else, then you kind of have to, because mm-hmm. otherwise it can make it quite tricky.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that that's probably covered most things. I think so. Um, I, I, I mean, look, look forward to it. I think, you know, the whole um, going to primary school for the first time, it is... A lovely, lovely time in their mm-hmm. life. You know, one of my favourite times of my children's lives mm-hmm. being at primary school. They they're so funny. They learn so much, and they actually, you know, make some really good little friends. They and they do. have the lovely sports days, and oh, all that. I love mm-hmm. it. Yeah.
1: And I think if this is any reassurance to anybody listening, I, as a child couldn't I I cried every single day at nursery every single day um and Mom and dad tried two or three nurseries and I cried at every <laughs> single one of them and I remember it vividly that I just yeah I just cried I'm not really sure why but I didn't particularly enjoy it however my first day at primary school I just walked on in I
0: and I never cried it, about going to school
1: and my parents stood at the gate Huh? what's going on for the last three years <laughs> she just cried because I was an August baby um, so I didn't go to school till I was nearly five but um, yeah I cried all the time and then the day I went to school just literally yeah, the that's first day, it don't second guess no don't ever say you know, my parents had prepared for the worst and I actually were pleasantly surprised and I loved my school education and oh so I it's just that whole yeah. you just bring. everyone's different yeah and I think there is and just talking about the summer babies that you know it's about the individual child mm. I, I'm an August baby as you we are. are we all are We all are actually and I, you know I, I coped okay yeah oh definitely I was always yeah. the youngest in my class always the
0: youngest yeah
1: it's it is so individual I don't think anyone can kind of put summer babies no it's really dependent people do
0: worry that they're too little don't they They we were offered a January start for the children and and I decided that I just wanted them to go but I mean everyone's different and if you really feel that but I think don't overly worry about yeah my
1: parents didn't get a choice oh really they had to send me in the April as I was turning five in the August so I only got a term and yeah and then kind of had to start so is it, but then obviously yeah. we are talking quite a while ago
0: now. a long time ago when dinosaurs roamed the earth that,
1: that's <laughs> exactly it feels like it sometimes <laughs> it
0: does <laughs> oh well I think that's all
1: well we hope everybody has a lovely time that's starting amazing, school try to enjoy it try to yeah. take in the moment and just
0: you know. and we have got um a couple of blogs on um the website mm-hmm. uh back to school feeling as well if um okay. you've got people that are just returning to uh, other little people that are returning to school other than just starting school for the first time and a starting school blog where lots of hints and tips there in writing for you so good luck and enjoy yeah.
1: um how great was that 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 was our 20th episode?
0: Absolutely. See you next series.
1: How oh, exciting! That's everything for today. Thanks for listening. If there's something you'd like us to talk about, we'd love you to get in touch and let us know. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Bespoke Family or head to our website. The links are in our show notes.
0: Make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss the next episode and please give us a rating or review if you like what you hear. We're Beck and Claire, and we'll be back soon with another episode of Newborn to Teen and everything in between. See you then.